Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, you want things good, and that's what we're going to That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful show. We're continuing our series this morning. Um, today's, you know, the series of our Show Me the Blessing, and today's theme is Generations, Generations from Generations, alright, from Generations and Nations, we made it Generations, okay, the idea is that the believer is blessed to be a blessing, you see that, the believer is blessed to be a blessing, one more time, the believer is blessed to be a blessing. We are not blessed to odd. We are blessed to dispense. You see that? We are not blessed to odd. We are what? Blessed to dispense. So, by being a man in Christ, you are a blessing dispenser. Glory to God. You are a blessing waterfall. You understand? Know you are what? You are a blessing dispenser. So, I remember the story of Jacob in the house of Laban. When Laban said, I've learned by definition that I am blessed because of you. You see that? And Jacob told, Jacob told him and said, when I came here, your things were little. You know, you had little. But my being here, you know, you've become much. Your, 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 your properties, your, your influence, your productivity has increased because I am here. So the believer is a blessing dispenser. You see that? Glory to God. Yeah. Ephesians 4.28. Ephesians 4.28. We are not blessed just, you know, to, to can all we can and sit on the can. Okay? We are much more than that. Glory to God. Ephesians 4.28. Ephesians 4. Yes. Ephesians 4.28. Are we here? Are we good? Anyone who has been stealing must yep. steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. You see that? He said, anyone who has been stealing, he said, should do what? Should steal no longer, but work not only to, you know, to meet personal needs, but must work, glory to God, okay, something to use their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. You see that? So we are blessed not, not just to have enough to meet our personal needs and stay there, okay? The goal is that we walk, you know, to have enough to share with those in need. So your vision for life has to be more than your personal, you know, your personal needs. Glory to God. Do we see that? So we are to ask them to share with those in need. So Paul said, the one that still should not steal anymore. Okay, but should work to have something to share with those in need. Now, he didn't say to work to have enough to eat. 
Okay? It says to work to have enough to share with those in need. So it says you go from, from stealing to sharing. See that? So it's not about, you know, so when we pray prayers, it's not about what you can get. Okay? It's about what you can, that can flow out of you. Isaiah 9.6. Foundation. Isaiah 9.6. Isaiah 9.6. Isaiah 9.6. Isaiah 9.6. Yeah, Isaiah 9 6. Isaiah 9 6. Yep. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Look at that. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and what? The government shall be upon his shoulder. The rest of this world shall be upon his shoulder. And he says, his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Now, if Christ is the head of the church, we as the body, we are the shoulders, we are the hands, we are the arms, we are the feet, okay? We are, you know, so we are Christ's governmental arm on the earth. You get that? The believer is the wealthiest system of God on the earth. Look again. The believer is God's wealthiest system on the earth. The believer is God's legal system on the earth. The believer is God's judicial system on the earth. We are the arm of God working on the earth. So whatever God does on the earth, he does it through the believer. It says, it says you know, with the body, with, with the, the, the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that fills everywhere with himself. Okay, so we are his body. We are his fullness with which he fills everywhere with himself. Okay, so if God will bless the earth, he will bless it through the believer. If God will heal the sick, if God will feed the hungry, okay, he won't throw the money from everyone, he won't throw the money to the poor person. Hey, yo, um, Tade. You, you are broke, right? You know, money for school fees. Take it from here. No, it will send the money through the believer, okay? So we are God's working arm on the earth. Obadiah 21, Obadiah 21, Obadiah 21, Obadiah 121. Blessed to bless, to bless generations, our generations, and our nations. Obadiah 21, yeah. Deliverers will go up on Mount Zion. To govern the mountains of Esau and the kingdoms, and the kingdom will be the Lord's. You see that? Deliverers will go up on Mount Zion. Okay? So we'll go up on Mount Zion. Deliverers will go up on Mount Zion. What's Mount Zion? The church, right? And we'll govern the of Esau. We'll govern the mountains of the world. And the kingdoms will be the Lord's. So God will rule the kingdoms of the world through believers, through the influence we bring on the earth. You see that? Is that clear enough? So you are the deliverer. You are the deliverer. That will go from Mount Zion, okay, from the church, to govern the world. Now, I'm not saying we'll be president or prime minister or judiciary, whatever that. No, no. I'm saying that our influence will spread through the world, okay, okay, and um, execute kingdom, kingdom values, righteousness, peace, love, abundance, joy. You get my point? Glory to God. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew 5. Glory, glory, glory. Matthew 5, 13 to 16. Matthew 5, 13 to 16. 
Matthew 5, 13 to 16. Yeah. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its, its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill that a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Sit down. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Sit down. So we are the salt of the earth. We preserve the earth. We give taste, you know, we give the earth seasoning and value. We are the light of the world. Okay? So we are responsible for light shining in the world. You are responsible for the earth being preserved, the saltiness. Okay? So when we complain that the world is so bad, you know, things are bad, things are like anyone wanting, wanting, and all that kind of stuff. Okay, it's because the church is not doing its job very well. You get my point here? Now, God would not ask your president when Nigeria is bad. They, 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 don't have, they don't have relationship together, except the believer. If he's, he's not a believer, he won't ask him and say, what happens to your country? Who will he ask? His church. So we are responsible for the ongoings on the earth. Do you get that? Okay, so you are responsible for ongoings, even in your small domain, in your family, your environment, your workplace, your industry, you are responsible. If God will have effect in your industry, it will be true believers. You hear my point here? If God will spread his influence and values in any sphere, it is the job of believers to spread his influence and values. So you are responsible for your school. The church in your school is not for the school. The church in the country is responsible for the country. We are responsible for the values of God's kingdom, you know, being expressed in our world. Glory to God. So in TGC, I'm, I'm trying to raise Daniel's, Joseph's, you no know, believers that are spirit-filled, okay, with means to influence nations of human endeavor. Okay? So our job is not just to, you know, succeed, you know, personally, make money, you know, blow in Nigerian terms, you know. Glory to God. And make everyone, you know, Nigerian dream. You don't see Nigerian, it's Nigerian dream. This is normal Nigerian dream in Nigeria. You know, get a good job. If no job is not, get a solid business or a job in, in an oil firm or, you know, top tech firm that can pay you some serious money, right? You know, make a lot of money. Marry your, your high school crush. Glory to God or your university, you know. Amen. Hi, DG. Love you too. Glory to God. Okay? So marry your babe that you've been hiding since your know, university under level, that you've been dating forever. Okay? So marry, you know. Um, give birth to your dream son, like my Jola. Fine, you know, glory to God. Buy, you know, buy a few cars. Build your own house. Then make the fence to be very tall. So you can enter the house. Okay? Make it tall. <laughs> to be very tall with proper barbed wire, you know, electrical fencing. <laughs> you know? Then get, you have to get inverter, solar, and then big gen. Don't, you, you cannot do just gen alone. You have to have gen, solar, everything. Okay? So that whenever it takes like you are fine. You are, you, are, you are in a world of your own. You know, your, even your toilet has a server, so you are, you, know, you are in your own heaven, you are in your own paradise. Okay? Now, that is enough for the average man. But for the, for the man in Christ, we live for more than ourselves. There has to be, you know, something much more than your own personal satisfaction. Can I remember that rich man in the Bible? I said, that, I told, that, that said you know, I will build, I will tell that, that band is too small. I will tell that band, I will build a new band. 
And I tell myself, you have arrived. Enjoy your prosperity. What did God say? Your soul, bring it. That soul, even the soul is my own, Abi. Uh, the money is yours, no problem. The soul that is mine, bring it to me. So God will have you live for something beyond your own personal you know, fulfillment alone. Okay, so, you know, when I was here, we are young, we are growing. You cannot, you, you cannot grow up thinking like normal Nigerian. What I will eat and drink and keep my family. There has to be much more in the believer's mentality. It's why the politician will get there. And you will keep stealing till he dies. That money will not be enough. You keep stealing the money because why? You know, he just, he just wants to amass. To just keep, keep. No, there has to be something much more than what you can keep for yourself in your dreaming and planning. Okay, so when they say, what's, what's your dream for your life? You cannot tell me, I want to be a doctor, I want to be an accountant. No, we, are, we get your occupation. What is your vision? What are you seeing for yourself? Okay? What will you do for your world? What would they say about you? Glory to God. God forbid that with all you learn in TGC and all you've learned as man in Christ, all you do in life is to have money, you know, for yourself. Build big house. Go on vacations, to and fro. You know, take your... No, no, no. God forbid that that's all you say about your life. Like when you tell he grew up, had many children, you know, and he died. God forbid for you in Jesus' name. There has to be something more to your destiny, okay? Impact your reach. So we'll see in God's word that the believer, you know, is always in, God talks about us in terms of what we give out most times. Okay? So we are blessed to share, to overflow, not to odd. It says, out of our bellies will flow not living water. You didn't say we have water inside. He said, out of us will flow out rivers to show again that the believer lives in the outflow. Amen. Glory to God. So it's also scripture that the believer has something to give. So we see that we are the yield of God that heal people. We're not just here to live healed. We are the yield that go about to dispense healing. Go to 1 Peter 24. 1 Peter 24. 1 Peter 2, 24. Then Mark 16, 3 to 20. Yeah, go on. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. So that? By his stripes, by his wounds, we have been healed, right? But it didn't end there. Mark 16, 15, 20. Mark 16, 15 to 20. Mark 16, he said to them, 15, 20. Yeah. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever, whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. See that? After that, the... that, that's, that's enough for me. So it says, we're not just the healed of God. We are the healed that go about to get people healed. Again, we are blessed to overflow. Do you understand? So it's as though God is telling us that your own, your own health is not a discussion. Okay, you are the healed one. Okay, your job is to not go about to dispense the healing. Okay, we are also the saved that save others. Get so we have to go about to preach and get people saved. We are called ministers of reconciliation. We are God's ambassador, reconciling the world to Himself. Do you see that? Do you see that? Okay, we are what God's ambassadors, reconciling the world to Himself. So we are the saved that go about saving others. So important. Okay, we are also the free. That go about freeing free from this oppression. Says we should go about casting out devils. So are they freed? They are free others. 
Do you understand? So we are, it's not just about what we have for ourselves. It's that we have been empowered to get people into the same place we share. Glory to God. So the believer cannot just be about my family, myself, you know, my wife, my son, my you know, just with something more in your thinking. Glory to God. He's saying, he's saying it goes like this: that those that that um, that, that, that are crazy enough to believe they can change the world are those that change the world. Those that are crazy enough to believe they can change the world are those that change. What you have to be mad enough to believe that you can have proper influence and change things in your sphere of endeavor. You have to be crazy enough about it. To carry big dreams and dare it out. Okay? To have big dreams and to dare it out. Not just about my comfort, my, my, my life, my goods, my things, my container. Glory to God. That's much more to you than things you can keep for yourself. We are also the materially blessed that bless others. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 11. 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 I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Remember this. Sing with me. All things have passed, passed away. away. Yeah. I'm born, I'm born again. again. More than a conqueror. That's who I am. That's who I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Now you can read it for me. Yeah. Remember this. Amara, I will need you there, so be close, okay? Glory to God. Whoever right. sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Yeah. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. Please pause. God, God loves a cheerful giver. See, the level you are bound to, that giving begins to, giving is, is sweet to you. As in, you are giving it a smile and happiness. No, not the one that you're giving like, hey, you're giving and you're crying. That, 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 that's also the scripture that, that's the gives us there. But the point where you should get to where giving has become so good to you that you, you enjoy giving. Giving has become to you a blessing. Like you're giving with cheer, with joy and gladness. God loves, see this is what it means. That God wants to bless to the point where giving starts making you cry. Do you understand? No, there's, there's, when, when you don't have much, when you give, you're you swaying in tears. You know, so you can even enjoy it. That's, that, that's good. But God will have to get to a point where giving is so sweet, it's so good to you that you are giving with us. You are happy to give. There's a need there. Glory, let's meet the need. You get my point? You know that you are giving that. You know, if you're a big you can't be giving and be crying. He has, he does, he has, he's, you know, giving is now is what he does for a living. Philanthropy. This is my point. That God will get to a point where giving for you becomes what you are delightfully doing. Cheerfully giving because you are bound. You are bound. You are bound. So imagine Abraham. You know, giving his, um, his servants one goat for his child's birthday, he cannot cry about it. He has so much in his animals. He cannot be crying that, hey, you want goat? Eh? When the goat come, when another goat come? Give my point here. God wants to get to a point where you have so much that giving becomes not, less of a chore, more of a joy to you. See, God lives in the abundance. God lives in the overflow. Glory to God. Please go on. And God is able to bless you abundantly. Oh boy. So that in all thi- in, so that in all things and all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Glory to God. Whoosh. Look at see, this is Paul speaking. I like I like, I like what's in Paul on these things, okay? Paul speaking by the Spirit says, God is able to bless you what abundantly. So that you can have enough to live well and to dispense. To be able to abound in Every good 
work. So God wants you to have so much that you are a dispenser. You share it about. Okay? So he didn't say, he didn't just say, God will bless you to have enough. He says, so that you can also abound. God loves the overflow. Glory to God. God loves the overflow. You see that? We see in Deuteronomy 15.6. Deuteronomy 15.6. For the Lord your God will bless you as he has promised. Look at that. And you will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. See? I want to bless you to a point where you are so blessed you lend to nations. You will lend to people. Okay? You have, that, that, when someone has a need, looking forward to call. Let me call Ronke. Ronke, we have. Ronke, money. Ronke, any five hundred Okay, no while you okay. No, give me a point. You want to rest a point where you are the one that lends to nation. You're not the one needing to borrow. This is God's will for you. So it has to be in your vision. See, you have to put God's will for your life in your vision statement. I am the healed of God. I am the blessed of God. I go about blessing people. It has to be in your life's vision. Deuteronomy 28.12. 28.12. 28.12. 28.12. All things have passed away. I am born again, more than a conqueror. That's who I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand. One more time. I'm a new creation. Help me. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All things have passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. of his bounty to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the works of your hands all the work of your hands you will lend many nations but will borrow from none. you see there's a common theme here that God kept on saying that I will bless to the point where you bless nations now God told Abraham the same thing he says I will bless you and not just the world will be blessed through you so the believer is meant to be a conduit for the world amen they're meant to be a conduit for the world Glory to God. You're meant to be what? A conduit pipe for the world to see the blessings of God. We need to see more believing men, prosperous, spiritually and materially. We need to see more people succeeding on all fronts. Good families, great businesses, great jobs, you know, great health. This is the model life. Bible says, look at Abraham, your father. Look at that. Abraham lived a, you know, he lived a ripe old age and God had blessed him in every way. See, God blessed him so much. Abraham had his, had, had his own personal army. They had to free Lot's house. Do you get my point here? He went to rescue Lot's, Lot's for Lot's sake, he rescued the, the, the entirety of, of Lot's, of Lot's um, home country then. Why? The blessed man abounds in every way. So, when the world says, you know, ah, you cannot have everything, it's a lie, you you know, the, 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 the thing that goes, you cannot have everything. That maybe some person will lack, lack in children or lack in health. Or there will be one thing that's come That is not God's plan for you. Being blessed, it means nothing missing, nothing broken. Again, 
Nothing missing, nothing broken. One more time. Nothing missing, nothing broken. When Paul says, I pray that the peace of God, that peace is a state of perfect wholeness. Nothing missing, nothing broken. This is God's will for you. Nothing missing, nothing broken. To the point where you are bound. You are bound. You are bound. You are bound. You've got to see these things in your life. You've got to have a vision of, 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 of abundance. Not so you can make big accounts, but so that you can help those in need. There are people crying because believers are not doing their work. There are nations in poverty because believers are yet to rise. There are families in stark bondage. And they have your neighbors because believers are, not, are yet to rise. There are those that I cannot eat three square meters, eat one. You do zero, one, zero, or one, zero, zero, or zero, zero, one. You know, zero is the, when there's no food. Okay? You know, it's because we have not taken our, our, our place. There are jobs you can create for families. There are homes you can build. There are schools you can build. You know, I've, I've been when TGC will build, you know, a school for the gifted. Fully, fully free school. In fact, we'll, we'll pay them to attend the school. Fully free school for the gifted. Okay, so people will do tests. We'll get the best of students, best of smart brains, and school them for free. You get my point here? Because we are blessed to abound. We are blessed to abound. We are blessed to abound. Okay? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Okay? So we are to lend to nations. In fact, means you should also be planning to own a bank if you're in that industry. We are a lender. Have big, have big dreams. Big vision. So how do I attain all this? This is the first thing. You have to have bigger dreams than self-preservation. You have to have bigger dreams than self-preservation. You have got to have bigger dreams than self-preservation. People plan their lives around themselves alone. My job, my career, my wife, my son, my family, my comfort. My Santorini country too. You know, everything is my, 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 my. There has to be much more to you than, you know, than self-preservation. We are to think nations and generations. Amen. We are to think about nations and generations. You have to have a bigger than, you know, God give me. God bless me. My kids, my spouse, my, my, my. You have to be much more than that. You have to be mentally responsible. You have to be mentally responsible for your world. You have to be mentally responsible for your world. And you're thinking you feel responsible for the world. Amen. You feel responsible. Just feel that feeling of responsibility for the world. And when, when it happens in the world, you know, you feel responsible. That is, it's my job to fix. I'm a, I'm a man in Christ. I'm the church on the earth. Okay? It's my job to be involved and solve problems. So, when you, know, when you, are, when you feel responsible, the way you talk about it is different. You're not just talking, saying, everybody's mad. You feel responsible for the madness. You feel responsible for the madness. You feel responsible. Not just, they are bad. You feel responsible for what's going around you because you know that you're a man in Christ and if God make a change, it's happened through the believer. So, we are responsible for God's work on the earth. See that? So, several times, God told Abraham, to come out of his coin limitation. Abraham kept on crying, like, God, I need a child. God kept on telling him, my guy, come out and look up. There's a bigger picture being played out. Genesis 13, 14, 17. The Lord said to Abraham, Genesis 13, Abraham, 17, yeah. after Lot had parted from him, look around you from where you are, yeah. the north and south, to the east and west. All the land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. <laughs> I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring would, um, could be counted. 
Go, walk through the length and breadth of the land, for I am giving it to you. Look at that. Look at this. So Lot left Abraham. And God told Abraham, you know, Lot took the fine property, the fine place, the fine, you know, the fine land, the green land, you know, that looked good. And God told Abraham, come out. Look everywhere. Look at the big picture. I'm giving you everything. The north, the south, the west, the east. So while Abraham was looking at the land, Lot took, God told him, look at the bigger picture. There's something bigger being played out. God told him, your descendants will be as the sand of the seashore. Look at that. Abraham, look beyond your current limitation. Have a broader perspective than today. Genesis 15, 1 to 5. Genesis 15, 1 to 5. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I'm your shield. Your very great reward. Glory. But Abraham said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless and the one who, who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him, This man will not be your heir, but a son who is your, your own flesh and blood will be your heir. He took him outside and said, look, at, look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. Look at that. What is telling us that you know? I think we can find it find it very, very you know, very instructive as, as believers in Christ. It's very instructive. Go to Abraham. Look beyond your need for one child. There is a bigger picture being played out. From you will come a large nation that will bless nations. Says Abraham, come out of that small perspective. Come out of that small box you have put yourself in. Can you begin to see the bigger picture? Can you see beyond your need for a job today? Can you see beyond your need for house rent? Can you see beyond your need for a new iPhone? Glory to God. 11 Pro Max. Amen. Jesus. Amen. 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 Can you see beyond your need for a new car? Can you see beyond your need for a babe that God I need to date this year? You know, I've been single for a while, Lord. You know, when? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can you see beyond your need for these things? Can you see the bigger picture? Come out and look up. So two things. Come out. Then look up. See beyond your current limitation. Can you get to see I'm giving you nations and people will be blessed through you. So your blessing is not my problem. Your personal need is not my problem. There, there is a bigger picture at play. Your personal need is too small in the scheme of things. Some people are like, God, this year, I need to have a job this year. You will get it, right? God is saying, there's something much more being played out. I need to see the big picture. You get that? I need to see the big picture. So have a, a better perspective. See, you can plan better when you have proper perspective. You are more stable, more at peace, more, you know, more right in your priorities when you have the proper perspective of the bigger picture being played out. Some people give up on their dreams because of today's needs. Some people are like Esau. They, because of today's hunger, 
give up on the future by making wrong choices. They go out of God's will because they have needs to meet today. So they use a pot of porridge to lose a life of blessing. What kind of mad trade? Stupid trade. A one single meal, one single meal traded off for the blessing. So we have to have the right perspective. See beyond your current hunger. Someone says, don't negotiate in hunger. Don't negotiate from a place of hunger or difficulty. They will, they will cheat you. Okay? You have to have a proper perspective. Remember this, that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think. So begin to see far. See far. Travel far in your imaginations. Travel far in your thinking. Let God paint pictures on your mind. Let God paint pictures for you. Let him paint pictures. Let him show you like, oh, wow, this is too much. You get my point? No, imagine Abraham telling God, God, I want a child. God said, I'm giving you initials. What was God doing? Painting pictures in his heart. He says, come out and look up. Ah, God is so sweet. Come out and look up, son. I'm giving you everything. And God is saying the same to you now. Are you about to make a compromise? Now, the compromise, where are you in compromise? It doesn't look like you're making a compromise. It looks like you're just in normal thing. Right? Just normal thing. Just normal thing. When God says, go to go to place A and place B as bigger offer. It looks like a small compromise. But it takes, you know, when you do, if, if you're you in, in sciences, when you, uh, when you make a small deviation from, from, from source, you keep going farther and farther and farther from source. You hear my point? Like, you know, angle 90, and let's say you take a 10 degree, 10 degree deviation, what happens? The more you go, the farther you go from, from, from where you're going to. So it looks like it's a small compromise, but what are you losing in that compromise? How long will it take you to recover from the compromise? Do you understand? So God will have you. Let me paint pictures in your heart. Someone is saying, but God, I'm so tired. I've been praying for this thing for a long time. It's not moving. It's not going. God is saying, come out. Look up. When you look up, you don't give up. I didn't plan the rhymes, okay? But when you look up, you don't give up. Someone says, you know, I've struggled so long with sickness. God is, God is in you, seeing one that will go about and heal the sick in their multitudes. But if you give up now, it can't be you. This one that, that in you, in you is a catering, come and be developed. Can you see beyond the current problem? Before, before giving up, can you begin to see what God can make out of you? You know when God told, just Christ told Peter, after you have been restored, restore your brethren. Look at that. So it's again, it's what you can do for people much more than you can do for yourself. So begin to develop big dreams. Okay, remember this. People really rise beyond their thoughts. People really rise beyond their thoughts. People that think small really become big. People that think small really become big. See, big doesn't mean having plenty of money because you can have plenty of money like hush puppy and be very, you know, unwise. Yeah, yeah, my politicians, they, they, the more they steal, the more they steal. It's because the mind is small. So the more they steal, the, more, the mind is too small. The mind cannot see beyond stealing. Now, the same oil that Dubai has, you can see the difference in a mindset. It's the same oil. 
the same oil. That's the first mindset. Because when you have a small mind, you cannot do big things. So some, some, some many years ago, the young person said, we have so much money, don't you know what to do with it. We have so much money, we don't know what to do with it. Now, how, how small can that mind be? They couldn't see a future to plan for. You could invest innovation. What about how do we spend this money? Okay? So a small mind rarely becomes big. As in, really, really brings out a big person. People that, people that think small rarely become big. Proverbs 27, Proverbs 27, Proverbs 27. Proverbs 27. A small mind really produces big people. Proverbs 23, 7. Glory to God. Are we there? For he is the kind of person, 23-7. Yes, 23-7. For he is the kind of person who is always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. Give me a KJV. As he thinks in his heart, so is that what he said. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. Glory to God. Are we getting place? Are we learning? Let me open it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, NKJV. For as, he, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Look at that. As Eat he and thinks, drink, yes. he says to you, but his heart is not with you. For as he thinks in his heart. See, your thoughts will produce your words and produce your life. Your thoughts will show in your words and create your life. Remember I told you in Matthew 22, that we should, it says, don't conform to this world, but be what? Transformed by what? The renewal of your mind. Glory to God. Okay? It says, don't conform to this world, but be transformed by what? The renewal of your mind. This is so important. Okay? So, glory to God. So, we, we don't rise beyond our thoughts. So what should you do? Renew your mind. Think big. Have big dreams. In a place of prayer, let God paint in your heart possibilities. As you pray and study, let God inspire you. Let God show you big things. Where do you see yourself in five years, in ten years? Where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself? Where will you be in ten years' time? Where will you be in five years' time? Now, I'm not saying where will you be in terms of how, how blown you will be. That's not the point. How much influence, how much help will you be able to render? My point here? If, if what you can think of, as I said, so, is your personal satisfaction, then you have missed my point. You've missed, you missed the entire sermon. Okay? If what you thought about was how you, you know, you've missed the entire sermon. The point is, where will you be? How much influence will you be able to have in your world? Where will you be in five years, in ten years? See, thoughts become words. Words create realities. If you are thinking it, you are creating it. One more time. If you are, th- let me, I'll take it again. Thoughts become words. Words create realities. If you are thinking about it, you are creating it. See, in the material, things don't just pop up. 
Whatever you see is a product of thoughts. Things are created twice, in the spiritual, then in the physical. First, in the realm of thoughts. So, if you create a big future, it has to start in your thoughts. What this wonders? Survival or influence? Survival or influence? My, 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 or what will I do for my world? People have done big things for the world, starting with little resources. Why? Perspective, vision. This is so important. All right? So your tomorrow is in your thoughts today. What are you thinking about? See, you can act this thing. You can change your thoughts. Take up scripture and feed on where talk about your abundance, your prosperity, your outflow to the world. Change what you are seeing. Like go to Abraham, you to come out and look up, look at the world. Let the world paint for you a new picture of your reality. See, if you're if you in Nigeria, you have to do this. This is so important for you. Because you live in a poor environment where all you see is poverty. In fact, you live in this of Nigeria even much more. Where you live is a problem. When you come out in the morning, you see goats on the road, you know, the bad road, water in the gutter. You know, everything is like, you have to help yourself to change your perspective. Otherwise, you can be stuck there. You know my point here? So, of course, your house is bad. You can change the house. But you can change your inner environment. Begin to dream. If right now you're in a fix, you are where there's lack, there is... Um, Maltreatment is, see, take it as a matter of urgency. Begin to build for yourself a new picture, deliberately. Otherwise, you, you don't know you are stuck, or you are stuck. You don't know, you don't know how this is work on you. Since you, you, you grew up on, you don't know how much, how much it affects you. When, when he said, we need to answer the first thing, we don't have money, because that's, that's what you grew up saying, we don't have money. Yeah. So if the first answer is this, we don't have money. Because all your life you're told, we don't have money. Daddy, I just want to say, ah, Kosovo. <laughs> so you grow up all your life here in Kosovo, you don't know Kosovo has entered your brain. You have to go and do a reset. A reset. See, you have to be rich, rich inside first for your child. First, 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 be rich within before you are rich without. You have to have the, the, that feeling of, I'm, I'm wealthy. I could see reading you, but I'm a blessed man. It starts within, then without. Okay? See that. See, don't build your life, number three. Don't build your life on a defeatist eschatology. On a defeatist eschatology. Don't build your life on a defeatist eschatology. means, you know, theology of, theology, theology of, the, of the end times. Okay? Don't build your life on that. You know, if some people see the world as though the world is going to burn. The world is crashing and burning. So they don't even care for tomorrow. They just want to live today, burn today, and tomorrow they die. They don't care. Okay, because they think the world is going to, going to dust. But guess what? The world has seen these things before. It's a cycle. The, this cycle comes and it goes. You know, in 1908 or so, there, there was a virus like this. That they also closed churches, they closed everything down. So it is not, it's not new. You know, ah, what is, what is ending? So everything must crash because what is ending? These things are a cycle. So don't be like thinking, what do we have tomorrow? What, 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 what am I planning? What am I planning? having dreams. Like I call Junka, Shomo, you know. What is ending? No. You have to see beyond stuff like that, okay? Focus on what you are, your, your own role. You know, disciples ask Christ, Acts 1, 5 to 8. 
They said, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And they said, that's not your concern. This is your own concern. That you receive power and then it comes upon you. Your own job is to do this. Receive power and it comes upon you and be a witness to your world. Be a witness to your world. That's your own job to be a witness to your world. Don't, start, don't, don't be looking at the clock and say, ah, God doesn't come. Not, that's not your business. It's not, it's not your concern. What's your own concern? Occupy till I come. Do you understand? Your job is to occupy till they come. Not, not looking at the time. When will Christ come? Please come now. No, no, that's not your job. Occupy. Be doing what you are sent to do until it comes. Glory to God. Go to Luke 19, 11 to 13. Luke 19, 11 to 13. Now, as they heard these things, he spoke another parable because he was near Jerusalem and because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately. Okay. Therefore, he said, A certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. So he called ten of his servants, delivered to them. Sorry, let me go to NIV. No, keep going, keep, keep going, keep going. Sorry. Luke 19, 11 to 13. A man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed king and then to return. So he called ten of his servants and gave them ten minas. He put money to put this money to work, he said, until I come back. But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, we don't want this man to be our king. He was I, think, I, think, I think I'm fine. Take it again. I'm, I'm looking for the occupy till I come. That's in that chapter, verse 11 or 12. Please take it again, sorry. I was lost in thought. Look 19, 11 to 13. Occupy till I come. NKJV is fine. Look 19, 11 to 13. Thank you, Lord. All right. Now, as they heard these things, he spoke another parable to them. Let me go to 12. Yeah, so 13, 13, 13, 13. So he 13. called 10 yeah. of his servants, yeah. delivered to them 10 minas, and said to them, Do business till I come. Yeah, thank you. Look at that. So I think KJV says, Occupy. Like, this, is, this is the idea. Stop waiting at the door, thinking when is he coming back. Until he comes, do business. Do what he sent to you till he comes. Stop saying, Ah, tomorrow might, be too, might, might not be there. That's not your business. Do business. Occupy till that tomorrow comes and Christ comes back. So, even when it looks so bleak, built with faith and pragmatism, but not pessimism. Okay? Built with faith and... You know, see the, the annoying part? When, when the believers are doing as though what is, what is, what is so come to an end, and you're planning a life like that, when believers are, are getting things done, planning for tomorrow, and occupying gates for tomorrow, Okay, so stop thinking as though Christ... No, no, no. Sit down and think of the future. Plan as though, you know, it's coming. You know it's coming, right? But what if it doesn't come to you, die. Don't forget that in the, in the, early, in the early church, they thought it would come back anytime soon too. You're thinking it would come back in their time. But it did not. And I'm sure, I'm sure their thinking cost them also. It cost them. Because what they'll just think of today, tomorrow, it might come next year. They did, you're not thinking of... Of I think they didn't think it would take this long. What 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 they thought that way? Would they have planned better? Would they have more influential if they, they, they thought it that way? So also you, what if does it come back in thousand years time? What would they say about your generation? What would they say about our generation? People, are, you know, all these things we are seeing right now is a cycle. It has happened before. In fact, it was worse before. 
Now we have life, life, generally, generally people are living longer. There's better, you know, better, better maternity clinic or clinical. No, but at the point, at the point people should die at childbirth like, like anything. At the point, malaria, malaria killed like anything in Africa. But things have gotten better in a way, you know, so it's a cycle of, you know, of good and, you know, wrong occurrences. But things generally are better. At least you're not, you're not where they can tell you, you know, just, just call your mommy and say, King, just call him and say, Mommy, I want your daughter, bring her to me right now, Maria. You know, so there was a time when a king would just do, you send his, 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 his son to come and bring you from the house and say, I want to marry you now. You cannot say no. It's yes, sir. Thank you, sir. You know? So the world is not, it's not as though everything has gotten bad. Do you get my point here? So stop thinking as though because we're at end time, everything should get bad. No. Glory to God. If you live during the time of, of World War II, you will know the world is not as bad. <laughs> Glory to God. Or when you know one king in Yoruba land, another king in Yoruba land, they will kill themselves. You know, it's, things are, are generally not as bad. Generally, okay. So don't think what is going to crash and burn progressively. Okay, don't see the life, don't see the world that way. Is that clear to us? Yes, sir. Awesome. Okay. See, Christ told them, John nine five, as long as as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Meaning that he's saying, you know. My being here solves problems. My being here brings direction. So if the believer is also here, and a lot of world is out of the earth, and we are this many, it means that there should be reasonable brightness and good in the world. So even until Christ comes, we continue our job of making things better. So even in the end times, light still shines. As long as we are on the earth, we are the light of the world. So our job is to do this, to bring light and dispel darkness. Amen. Amen. So God, God, he didn't, he didn't tell us that, that we are in the end time helpless. No, no, no. If we shine the light, the end times will also, you know, have good in it. I said sometimes ago that our African end time and Dubai end time, they're different, they're different end time. Our end time in Africa and Canada is the same, different end time. Why? People are responsible. They make, they make, it change, they make it change happen. But we are here. We are saying, ah, what is coming? No, no. That's not the point. It's not the point. Get to a job and fix your, fix your own end time. At least let the end time be a little upgraded end time. End time with lights, you know, and good roads. And good government. Do you hear my point here? So it's, it's a silly excuse to give, okay? As long as I am in the earth, I am the light of the earth. So as long as you are here, you are the light of the world. So shine your light. Shine your light. Have big dreams. Have big dreams. Have big dreams. Have big dreams. Let them say you are crazy. Yeah, get it started. Glory to God. See, think and plan long term. Who that plan longest term, in the longest time range, they do better planning and they make better choices. See, if your plan is just to die tomorrow, you compromise. You will compromise. You plan just what I eat today. You, you again like Esau. You compromise. Okay? Think long term. Think long term. See, don't just plan for this year. Where will you be in five years' time? Where will you be in 10? Where will you be in 20? Where will you be in 50? See, your long term plan will guide today's choices. Amen. Your long term plan will help today's choices. So to be beyond how I'll use this money for. For what of that burger that I mean that likes that ice cream um, <laughs> bugs. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit beyond I want milkshakes now. You're gonna spend your 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 for the week because you want you want it now. Okay? 
when you think long term, you stop wanting everything now. 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 My car. Now. So you do every compromise to get your car now. In my point here, when you think long term, you make better plans, you make better stroke, make better choices. Now, believers act as though God's leading, God's leading is spontaneous. We would think, we would act as though God's leading is spontaneous. That God doesn't plan long term. They lie. Eh? So all our, all our leading, you say, just do everything in Yamayama because you say it's leading. It's not leading, no. It's because you are confused. It's not leading. Everything, everything just spontaneous. There's no, no long range plan. Everything just, bah, bah, you know. No, no, no. It's not God that caused it. God just, just helping us manage our confusion. Just helping us manage that situation. You can plan with the Holy Spirit long term. How do I know? God planned for Christ's coming for many years. <laughs> for many years. He planned, as in for thousands of years, he planned coming of Christ from the beginning. He planned it. Just just continuous, just Christ just comes back. No, no. The plan has been in play. God put different differences together for that plan to come into play. So God plans long term. So you can also plan your life with God long term. You can plan with God 50 years ahead of time. In my point here, not everything in your life should be spontaneous. Spontaneous. No, no, no. There's a place for long-term planning with the Holy Ghost. So take time out. Go on a vacation. A few days. Yeah, a few days. A few, a few days. A few days. <laughs> All right? Just spend time praying and planning. Let God paint you as pictures of tomorrow. Plan for five years, for ten, for fifty. Write stuff down. Have you know? Have black God paint in our dreams for tomorrow. Then plan it out to the spirit there. God is a master planner. He plans. He, he told you know, he told Abraham that so 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 something will happen. You know, long term, long range perspective. So you can dream with God. You can see with God long term. All right. Is that good? Yes, Please have long-term plans to keep you, you know, to keep you in, in check. See, that is you want to do today, know your tomorrow. That thing I can't do today because I know my, I know I'm going to. This like I can't do today. And even growing up, right? Just being either man of vision. That's like that's like I could not do. I could not just that's like I could not just do because you know I tell myself I'm not like them. Others ask me, I can't. I'm not them. I'm going somewhere. And so hey, that girl, everybody goes after that girl. No, that is them. This is me. Okay, I can't do what they do. Everybody goes this way. I'm not going. Because that, that idea of a vision of tomorrow will keep your choices today. My point here, to have a vision for tomorrow, it will help your today, to help your choices today. You will know others may, but I can't. For example, imagine that you are, you are, you are the future, future king, you're a prince. That's what you cannot do today. Because if you can't cast as a prince, there'll be trouble tomorrow. So just knowing that keeps you in check. Are we getting blessed? Okay? That's important. See, do what you must do. Do what you must, but as, as much as possible, find yourself in your calling. Okay? As early as you can, get into your area of calling. Your strength is in your calling. Now, that's why what must do to get to get your bills paid, right? Do what you must do to get your bills paid. But as soon as you can, begin to kick the ball to your area of strength. As soon as you can do it, kick the ball to you. That place where, even when you don't realize, there's still something there. Even when, even when you don't put that much effort, there's something there. So what now happen when you put effort to it? What would now happen when that your grace, your full-time job? You understand? So as soon as you can. Some people are struggling, struggling at work. Every day is a struggle. It's a struggle. That job, you don't like it. Your job wants to keep you bottom. 
is good. Make the money. Why making the money? Be planning your way out into your calling. Make the money. But this is the sad part. You are in a job you don't like. But you are getting, you are getting money. But you are blowing the money. No plan to go, to go to, your, to your calling. The money is coming. You are, so how do you, how, how do you transit? You are stuck. This you are stuck there. Because you don't like the job. But the money, they keep paying you. Everything is... Shh, shh. Can you begin to plan? That, okay, I want, to, I want to get myself to my area of calling so and so, so and so year. How do I get there? See, when you're in an area of strength, you struggle a lot less. As in, you, you find yourself, you know, flowing, flowing, flowing better with ease. With ease. Sometimes it looks, it looks too easy sometimes because it's your area of strength. See, I look at you, your coach. At some point, it was used for LG adverts. Why? Not because can sing. No, it's not his song, but because he's a football star. So they could pay him to sing nonsense and get, he, he got paid to sing in LG adverts. He sang with LG. Life is, with for his life is so good. Now, it was not, not, not even because he could sing. But why? Because he has succeeded in his area of strength. Can I point here? Okay? This is so important. As soon as you can, push the ball to your area of strength. See footballers, you push, you see, see Messi, take what's his left leg, that's left area of strength. When the ball does get it right, take it to the left. That's what you do with your life. Push the ball to your best leg. Stop struggling. Stop struggling. Push the ball to your favorite leg. Okay? So again, do what you can. But as soon as you can, push your, 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 your career to your area of calling and skill. All right? So look at Peter, for example. I believe that it gets why Peter told Onata caught nothing. It gets why that he told all night and caught nothing. He gets why. God told him, you're a fisher of men, not a fisher of fish. That fisher of fish, you struggle there. And so he will turn on and he will struggle. Okay? Because there was something more about his life. He was a fisher of men. That was where he would not struggle. Do you understand? So God told him, now I, I give you a miracle look. Catch those fish, eat them. But see, you're a fisher of men. Follow me and be a fisher of men. So yes, God is helping you to your job. You're getting miracles done. He's helping you in small bits. But you have to... Quickly run to your area of calling. Glory to God. Is that good? Then also be educated. As much as possible, be educated. In your industry, be be super educated in your industry. If you'll be the best, you have to actually be the best in, in, in education. Study hard. Go for courses. Don't just manage. Study. Be excellent, okay? Go for it. See, the way God's spirit works, right? It works with what you have in your mind. It can breathe what you have on your, in your mind. What you have in your mind, what you studied. It can breathe on it and show you new things from there. You have to, you have to give, give something to work with. See, for example, see, no matter how spiritual Peter was, God has to look for Paul. Because Paul, Paul had the mental structure to do job of the Gentiles. Why? Paul was a Roman, a lawyer was Roman and also, and also Jewish. So only Paul could stand in that place. God has to look for Paul and beat him to join him, slap him to join. So no matter how Peter was good and well behaved, Peter could not do the job. So there's a place for your, for your mental your education. Your education. Your education. Your edu- Let God work. He wants to work what you have. He wants to break on your, on, your, on, your, on your skills and from there produce great things. So study hard. See, don't, don't just study. No, you are in your area of calling. In, even in education, 
we are starting to pass. Yes, I want to pass the exam. Don't just to pass. Study to be the best. Study to be, to be excellent. Make sure that you are pushing to be the best in your field. Okay? See, in Daniel 1, Daniel 1, let's go Daniel 1. Can we, you have time to read? I, I, just, I just rushed through it. In Daniel 1, hi, what's up? In Daniel 1, right? You know, the king took, took many, many children from all, all places, you know, noble children, noble children, children with, you know, good looks and, and smart brains, and put them in his, in his training. And the Bible says that Daniel, you know, excelled them much more than anyone else, than another Hebrew boys. So they had to excel even in the area of skill. Okay, for the grace to work, they had to excel in the area of skill. You get my point here? See, God does not reward laziness. Doesn't reward any honest. Okay, you have got to bring something to the table, an excellent attitude. Okay, this is important. Daniel one, let's, Daniel one, let's, let's, let's go there. So I can just to wrap up this, wrap up this sermon and continue on Wednesday. Daniel one. Daniel one. Glory to God. Okay, let's, let's, let's just breathe straight. Breathe straight. In the third year of the reign of Jehakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehakim, king of Judah, into his hands with some of the articles of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shina, to the house of his God. And he brought the articles into the treasure house of his God. Then the king instructed Aspenaz, the master of his Enoch, to bring some of the children of Israel, and some of the king's descendants, and some of the nobles, Young, some of the nobles, young men whom there was no blemish, but good looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand, who had ability to serve in the king's palace and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. Look at that. And the so ki- it was a gifted children's school. All right? Gifted, good looking, noble, okay? Okay? And it, 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 they were taught the language and literature of the Chaldeans. They were taught the language and literature of the Babylonians. They were taught their, their science, their arts, okay? Glory to God. Please go on. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank, and three years of training them, of training for them, so that at the end of yeah. that time, they might serve before the king. What was 17? 17. As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the days, when the king had said that they should be brought in, the chief of the Enoch brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. Then the king interviewed them, and among them all none, and among them all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore, they served before the king, and in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in this realm. Thus, Daniel continued to live, continued until the first year of King Cyrus. Look at that. So, you know, they were taught literature. They were taught, but they were taught the language. Then God also gave them knowledge and understanding. What kind of literature and learning? So, you know, God breathed on what Daniel was taught. Do you understand? God walked with what he was taught. As they were being taught, God was giving them aptitude. So it was both parts. It was, it was the part of study and the grace of God. So you've got to study. You've got to learn. You've got to give God something to work with. Amen. You have got to give God something to work with. So as you're having big dreams, be super educated in your area of dreams. Develop skills. Pray, right? But also do the leg work. Let God have something to work with. Are we blessed? Let's rise.
Glory to God. Continue on Wednesday. Let's write. Let's be not finished. Let's keep going. Let's just thank Him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because you are painting big dreams in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, because you are painting big dreams in our hearts. Thank you, Lord. You are painting big dreams in our hearts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are painting big dreams in our hearts. Oh, thank you, Lord. Are we praying? Thank you, Lord. Pray the guest to Zatala let me to ask God, new, new visions, new dreams. Dreams of tomorrow. Big dreams of tomorrow. Are we praying? Big dreams for tomorrow. Big dreams of tomorrow. Big dreams for tomorrow. Oh, big dreams of tomorrow. Big dreams for tomorrow. Have we said, are we praying? Matthias, Taga, Prada, Vision and dreams beyond your personal needs. Dreams beyond my personal needs. Beyond my wants and aspirations. Lord, bigger dreams. Based on my heart, pictures. Dreams or influence of my world. Prayer that God does here. Lord, inspire me for something more. Inspired for something more. Prada, to go to the Lord Jesus, in my private time, oh God, paint pictures of my heart. In my private time, oh God, I go about my daily affairs, paint pictures of my heart. Paint pictures in my heart. Paint dreams of tomorrow. Paint dreams of tomorrow. Paint dreams of tomorrow. What I can be for you. How I can impact my world. What change I can bring. Paint in me, oh God, dreams of tomorrow. Nita Brades Tuko Pragatish. Are you praying? Area Susa Pragi Susa Teladelakarasas. Let the ghost get the letiata cash to go prada galekadera de la carasas. Paint in me your God dreams for tomorrow. New visions, new dreams. New visions, new dreams. New visions, new dreams. New visions, new dreams. Kaliata prekadija kataya. Iliaka doso to prela de la de colos. Melita galiata bradish. Prada gasuto cole prela gadia. New visions, new dreams. Yadala da gadia kodosuzo. God, begin to show me, oh God, what I can be for you. Show me what I can do for you. Show me what I can help for you. Brother, show me, oh God, the change I can make happen. Brother, I will pray. What I don't see, show me. I don't know, teach me by every means, repair me what can be stopped for me. What I don't see, show me. What I don't know, teach me by, by every so God, prepare me for what you have in store for me. What I don't see, show me. What I don't know, teach me by every so God, prepare me what you have in store for me. Brother, help me with right perspective. 
help me with the right perspective. Help me with the right perspective to see far. 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 Friday at Togo nothing. To see beyond my needs of today. Help me 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 to see and plan for a great future. Help me to see and plan for a great future. As far as my eyes can see, you can give them to me. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all I can ask for thee. Help me, O God. Brother, God, those of the brethren, the yes. Brother, God, the brethren, the yes. Brother, God, those of the brethren, Hallelujah. You know, many times, right? Today's needs, today's struggle, and, you know, also in sports, tends to block, you know, um, visions and dreams. Sometimes it's hard to see when you're in a fix. When you can see around you, our struggles and needs and depths, you know, and issues. But God can. God can work a miracle in you. A miracle of new vision and dreams. God can work a miracle for you. A miracle of new visions and dreams. Father, this morning, we receive for everyone watching us right now. For everyone hearing us right now, we receive for us, everyone, miracles of new visions and dreams. Amen. That God, you begin to work on our hearts right now. You take us beyond our current limitations. I'll begin to see far. In the name of Jesus, every heart that has been added by life, added by struggles, so that there's no more dream there. I pray for you that heart becomes soft and able to dream again. In the name of Jesus, someone says, but, but, I'm, but I'm too old to dream. I'm too old to dream. Right now, you know, God begins to work in you a miracle. You begin to dream and see again. In the name of Jesus. New visions, new dreams. Sometimes I'm saying, Yes, I have this big dream, but how can it be? How can it be? How will this be? This is, this is, this is too big for me. God is saying to you, like, like God told Abraham, that the Holy Ghost shall overshadow you. The Holy Ghost shall overshadow you and produce in you miracles, strength, grace, favor, excellent spirit, and your know, physical strength to bear those dreams. Opportunities. Opportunities, favor, favor, the gift of men to help you out, to help out on your course. In the name of Jesus, favor, favor, open doors, step by step, step by step, open doors. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Can it be broken us? Oh, thank you, Lord. Now, that person watching right now, that, you know, you're not born again. You know that you have no part in this. But you want in. You want a brand new life. You are tired of a, of a life of struggle with sin and sickness and issues. You want a brand new life. Christ offers you a way out. Christ offers you a way out. Christ offers you a way out. He offers you, you know, to welcome you into a brand new family, into his family of, of, of love and, 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 and acceptance. If you're that kind of person and you want in, please stay with me. Lord Jesus, today I welcome you into my life. 
I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I believe as you died for me and in dying you paid for my sins. I believe also you were buried for him and you gave me a brand new life in the league. Brand new life. Today I believe you and I invite you to my life. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. If you made that prayer, you are born again. Is, is that simple? So help us to help you on this journey. Um, send us a mail. Info at thisgreenshot.org. Info at Okay? Or you can go to our website, thisgreenshot.org forward slash live. You'll see a button there that says, you know, that tells you to, to, to click. You just get to Christ. Okay? Is that good? Is that good? Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. Because we are, as I've heard this morning, we are doers. We are doers. We go back home to think about it, to pray, and to dream again in the name of Jesus. Just let me have prayed. Amen. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website, www.thisgreenchurch.org, for more info. God bless you.